I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> I don't know where I'm be, but we're just going to go with it. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm your host, Alex Bowers. We have Stacey Olivas, Linda Antwee, and Ashley Salden. Okay, we are all in the building this Monday. Um, this this season, I'm telling y'all, it's a ride. I feel like it's not. It won't stop. The train won't stop. I will say, the 90 day deserves their credit. Can we get a couple snaps? Can we give them a couple snaps? Okay. <laughs> we have said this whole time that like, when is this train gonna slow down? Because that's how they usually go, right? Yeah. Like, this is actually really good. And I'm actually shocked, y'all. Are y'all? It's nonstop chaos. Indeed. It's wild. Linda, what do you have to say about it? I mean, I think this is the the best season for drama yet. They definitely had a little bit of a slow start, but they've been they've been ramping it up every single episode. Like I don't think I remember a season since I don't know, since season like three or four, where I was actually excited about what's gonna happen in the next episode. And Ashley, are you pleased? I am. I am very surprised as well. So right. it was shocking. It was satisfying though. For sure. For sure. Especially the ending. But we will get there. And we're actually going to hit him last. Our dude David. We're going to get to him <laughs> last because we got to save the tea for the end. Okay. Um, but Linda has all the tea for us, you guys. So also make sure you wait up for that. So much going on in the 90 day world. I'll tell you, there's probably more going on on social media than the actual show. Okay. Um, let's start with Ed and Rose Marie. Mm. So basically, Rose is sick and tired of being sick and tired. Did anyone not, did anyone disagree with the way she handled things and just walked out and packed her bags? No, I think it was awesome. I think she stood up for herself and I think it proves to us that she wasn't all in it for just the money. Because if she was, she would have gone along with it. Or, you know, she could also find a better option than the Ed. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think he's, I think he uh, supports my theory that a lot of these Americans that go to other countries for, to marry someone, they're enti- they go, they're entitled and they want to be controlling. Like they feel like they can go buy someone somewhere else and bring them over and control them. And like choose everything for them, like mold their little significant other into what they want them to be when they come over here to America. And I feel like this is just a complete example of that because he was a little brat when he stormed off when she didn't, he didn't give, she didn't give him what he wanted. So good for Rose. Good job, Rose. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, Linda. Um, I, I don't think she was wrong. Um, it, it just kind of is what it is. I, I'm at this point, I don't have much to say about Ed because I'm a little disturbed and disgusted about the whole pedophilia thing. So he's kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. I don't have much to say about him. I don't think she was wrong at all. You know, he break, I think she at least told him how she felt and she walked away and that there's nothing else to talk about. You say how you feel mm-hmm. and let's move on. Time to go. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with both of you, all of you guys, actually. I think that she had every right to walk away. I think that she put herself first. 
she told him from the very beginning that she wanted more children and she yes she wanted to be have a better life for herself and her son prince but at the same time she's not going to sacrifice that because a 54 year old uh says he only has enough love in his heart for her and prince so she absolutely did the right thing i think she stood her ground and he was shocked when he said i've never seen her like this well you've never seen her like this because she's always gone along with all your bad behavior and when she talked about him being rude and his behavior not good and his lying and it's hurting her i was like everything she's saying is right because that's how he's acted towards her so good on her i think yeah, i think I'll he was you. unable to manipulate her he couldn't manipulate her anymore and so he even changed it and tried to manipulate her again he was like oh so i'm the bad person did you guys see that the, uh, during that yeah, he's she. like i'm the bad person trying to get her to feel bad because she's caring but it didn't work Definitely. Yeah. Right. I'm walking away this episode. <laughs> I'm like, everybody's getting left. Everybody's getting left. And that's why we're going to move on to Stephanie and Erica. Because that to me is really a train wreck. This entire relationship is a hot mess. My opinion, there are some people that are really rooting for them. But honestly, that's a toxic situation. And we know now that, you know, they're over. Uh, that's how the episode ended. But I mean, who would want them together? Any of y'all? Think I feel bad for no. They have a toxic relationship. It's just very, very toxic. And I think it's really one-sided. I feel like Erica, I agree with what you just uh, started with, Stacey. You said that you feel bad for her. I feel bad for her too. Because I think if Stephanie were to be in Erica's shoes, with, as far as Erica, as far as Stephanie not coming out to her parents, she would be livid. She would be livid and she would go off on Erica. But Erica sat there. She, You could tell she was hurt. You could see it in her face. But she was gracious about it. She didn't say much. And she kind of just let it go. And it was saddening to see her, to see um, Stephanie get so upset about the, well, I think she was more so upset about the 10-year relationship that she kept you know, hidden. Um, but I think the, the bigger issue was that Erica was triggered because her, her past situation didn't, um, you know, didn't accept her or her family didn't accept her. So I think that, um, Stephanie is a little, can be a little selfish at times. Which the, I mean, that's what really caused them to break up is the fact that I feel, I agree with you. She was being selfish. So I understand um, being upset that someone didn't tell you something, right? But she was coming from a place where she didn't want to relive that. That's how she was feeling, you know. It was something that, like, she didn't even want to talk about, right? And I understand mm -hmm. there's certain things that you can't keep a secret. So I understand being upset, but I don't know that's enough to end a relationship. That, you know, especially because of the way it was said. Maybe if they were at dinner, and they were just like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, my ex of 10 years. And it came like that. That would be like, you know what? Bye. You, you're really secretive. But for me, the fact that she was almost crying and like she was like coming and like they were having this deep conversation. She's just like, you know, my ex, blah, blah. Like it came from a place of hurt. And I just feel like it didn't have to turn into what it did. And the breaking of the plate was just so dramatic. Oh, my gosh. It's, she's spoiled. She's a brat. She's sheltered. Yeah. She's all of it. 
I think she it's just wants her way. That's like a, that reaction's like a tantrum. Yeah. And then she's like, get out of here. Like what? Yeah. That was, that was way too much. That's when I was like, okay, that's it. This relationship is too toxic. It's time for you, you guys to separate. Linda, what did you think? I mean, I'm probably going to go against the grain with you guys a little bit. I don't think the relationship was toxic because it wasn't a real relationship. I think Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie was never bisexual. That's why she didn't want to come out to her mom. And that's why she lied. I think that she's a manipulator. I think that she's a liar. I think that she tried to control the situation. I think she came in as one person and got found out by Erica. And she makes everything about herself. And, and when people make everything about themselves instead of really listening, then there's no opportunity to, to talk about your own feelings and your own hurt, just like Erica said. So this whole season so far to this point, we've heard about how Stephanie is ill and Stephanie has trust issues and Stephanie has jealousy issues and Stephanie this and this and this and this and the list goes on. It's all about Stephanie, all about what Stephanie needs and what Stephanie wants, which is not only selfish, it's manipulative. So the final time where... Erica thinks that they're on the same page and she finally feels comfortable enough to open up to her about being hidden in a relationship and not wanting that for herself. What does Stephanie do? She makes it about herself. She makes it like, Oh, you hid this from me. You never told me about this and get out of here. And I can't believe like all of it. And I just, I'm done with it because it was never a thing in the beginning. I think that, it's unfortunate that Erica's finding out this way, but good on her for being able to walk away from something that really wasn't for her. So do you think Stephanie just went after Erica in the first place to kind of get on the show? 1,000%. Just like Ed so. went, absolutely. Just like right. Ed went after Rosemarie to be insta-famous. That's, that was his goal. And there he is. And same with her. So, um, damn. so, and I was thinking the same thing, Linda, you know, we've been talking about that the past, I don't know, month or so saying that, you know, Stephanie really isn't bi. Like, we just don't think we don't buy into her being bi. <laughs> but um, I was, I was kind of curious when I was watching this episode, I was like, okay, if she's really not bi, why is she so pressed? Like, why is she so angry? Is she just a good actress? You know, because she seemed genuinely upset about some of the things that her and Erica were arguing about, like the relationship. But I want you, Ashley, I want you to think about what she's upset about. So if you think about it in control terms and you think about it in ego terms and you think about it as you are the center of everything, it puts everything in perspective. And that's what I was going to say. I was thinking, I was like, is is it a control thing? So that's where the emotions are coming from. That's right. So you have this secret, wonderful, beautiful 10-year relationship on and off. And I'm not the first girl that you fell in love with and I flew here uh, to be with you. Like, think about all these things. You're jealous about her friendships. You're jealous about her being intimate with some of her friends. You're jealous about the app on the phone. It's all about your own insecurities, not about the relationship. Facts. Um, can we can we say hi to the live chat, you guys? Yes. Okay, because they're going in. I wanted to <laughs> highlight some of their comments. Um, let's see here. Sepito Fulton said that Steph isn't even by, and Ali D says she's fake. 
And Sapato said it's extremely obvious. And um, Brandy Alonzo is playing devil's advocate. She said maybe she's just experimenting. Mm. So to get famous. <laughs> hey, the win-win. It's, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous when you do it on a platform like this. It's yes. Like, truly like just put it breaking someone's heart on television. I just feel like if you're gonna experiment, play elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> Don't play me on TV. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I'm gonna say. Okay, moving on to Avery and Ash. Okay, because I don't remember which one of us thought that they were the couple that was going to last. Was it Linda or Stacy? Probably I me. Thought, I thought they were going to last. Because we were wrong about a few things. I, we'll get to that later. But um, okay, so Ash is turned up. He is truly <laughs> showing his true colors. And I just want to note that um, Avery's first concern with even going over there to see Ash was that he would be saying, all of the things she wanted to hear because he's a relationship coach. But as the layers unfold or peel, um, we see that it's completely opposite. He's truly showing his true colors and he says what he feels. Remember um, last episode when he said that he was single and like he's just, it's just constant, constant, constant. And he was trying to break her down and just, he's not right. Cause someone, Please explain, anyone, I mean, Ash, does anyone agree with Ash or his thinking? I think he's just kind of clueless. Like, I don't know. I get those vibes from him. Like, he doesn't think, like, he's just, he's going by like a script kind of with his life. And so even with it, I don't know. It was just interesting because even to see the maturity of his ex-wife and then him, mm-hmm. it, it's just, there's just like yeah. such a different dynamic. And I feel like Avery is just always frustrated with him. So I don't even know why she put herself through this in the first place. Cause from the jump, she was frustrated with him. She's, she attacked, she does attack him. Like, you know, because she's so frustrated, but I just don't think he's relationship material. Like in terms of like getting ready for a marriage. Cause he's just kind of, or I don't know if he's scared of her. I don't know. Cause he looks like he's jumbling his words half the time. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I have a little bit of a different take on the Ash and Avery situation. And I said this last week. I feel like, and let me, let me just preface it with this. We know that Ash's uh, relationship seminar speech was off the wall. Like we know that, that I'm not arguing. But I do feel like as far as the Ash and Avery in a relationship, what I see is I see Avery constantly feeling uneasy about something and Ash constantly trying to make her feel easy and she finds something else to feel uneasy or unsettled about. And it's this never ending cycle of Avery not being happy for whatever reason. And I just, like Linda mentioned this last week, like they're just not compatible. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I truly agree that they're just not a compatible pair. But I do think that Ash really does try with Avery. And I just think that it's just not, whatever he tries is just not going to be good enough for her, unfortunately. I think the mom in her makes her a skeptic. Say that again? I think the mom in her makes her a skeptic. You know, she wants to, I don't necessarily think that she's trying to just find something with him. I just think that she wants to know the answers. She wants to know if he's really right. Because... He, I mean, she knows he's not. It's, she has this instinct. 
this gut instinct that something's not right. He got to be lying about something. He's painting this beautiful picture. And I mean, what did we find out? When he went, when, when Avery went to meet Sion, Sion told her that they had only been divorced for a year. And he had it, he made it seem like they had been divorced all this time. I understand they were separated, but that's not cute. You could have told me that you just got divorced, but you had been separated all this time. But let's also look at, even before Avery got to Australia, let's look at this. She was she was concerned about Ash being a relationship expert and him saying all the right things, et cetera, et cetera. He posted her on his Instagram page to make her feel comfortable about her position in his life. And she broke up with him because of that. You know what I mean? It's like, it's never good enough for her. Like nothing yeah. is going I mean, to make her feel comfortable. More so what you were saying too, Alex, like she just has this gut feeling that something's not right. Yeah, yeah they're just I mean, not she, compatible. She gets on my nerves, you know, but um, I see that, yeah, she's just trying to figure out like, yeah, let me, I have to figure it out before I leave. And did, did I don't you know. know I think leave. that, so I'm just going to throw in my opinion on this couple as well. Um, I think that uh, we have to pay attention to the ex-wife because she was married to him. And when she said that it took years to know when he was stressed um, and having a baby exacerbated that, that says a lot about what's going on with the relationship with Avery. Mm -hmm. um, I think that Ash lives in a fantasy world. I think that he lives in a world where if he can just like, pacify everything and everything is roses and daisies and oh I love you just tell me you love me and and it's us against the world but he actually doesn't want to tackle the real issues he actually doesn't want to talk about the real issues because he doesn't know how to and mm -hmm. so I think that that's why Avery grates on him because Avery won't let the surface answer go so I say to you Ashley Hey, Ashley, how's it going? And you're like, I'm fine. Knowing well that you're not fine, but you don't want to dig deeper. Yeah. It's that same philosophy where he doesn't want to dig deeper. He just wants to have the surface relationship. And that's not okay for Avery, who's been in numerous relationships and a lot of them unhealthy. Plus she has children. So I think that instead of like, I personally think that Avery's doing the right thing for her situation. She might not attack it this, as I would or as other people would in the sense that she's really brash all this all the time. I think that the way you approach situations and how you speak to situations, especially when you know that someone is not comfortable talking, then, you know, you can approach it differently. But I don't think that Ash is like this, oh, I'm this great guy and, and everything is hunky-dory. What did you guys I, think about, sorry, what did you guys think about his dynamic with his son? Because I, I don't know, that kind of like, uh, it was interesting to me because the son seemed like he was a lot closer to the mom than to Ash. Like even yeah. when he said hi to him, it just didn't look like he connects with people. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I got that vibe. It's, it's the same thing as what I'm just saying. Yeah, like, no, I know. That's why I'm saying he's, that. He's surface. Yeah. And he's not like, you, you got to get into the nitty gritty you, in order to have a real connection with someone. Like emotionally that's available. That's emotionally well, available. And, and just like let that guard down. You know, you're not on a first date anymore where your representative is showing up. You got to show who you are at some point. 
and he never does yeah. that. Yeah, well, I, I got think the, the friend vibe when he said, oh, sorry. Oh, Go ahead. I got the friend vibe when he said to his son, yeah, like I posted that joke on my Instagram. You have a lot of fun. I didn't something about that converse, that short conversation did not seem like a dad talking to his son. And I know that's like nothing. Like he he's just joking around with his son. But yeah, even the son was over there next to the mom. But I think it's because they live together. So you're, I mean, he's with her the most. I think but I think it was I just an awkward agree. situation. I think they were all together in that house. Avery was just meeting uh, uh, the ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it was awkward. The cameras were there. So I think it was just uncomfortable. I didn't read that as, you know, he doesn't have a strong connection with his son. I'm sure he does. But I that, that wasn't my take. I just thought maybe they were uncomfortable because... It was a different dynamic. It's a, you know, Avery's now it was the a short and we clip. got a whole camera crew behind it. Yeah, and it was a so, short clip. It could have been uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah. So but the I little did, boy. One, one last thing I did want to say about that. I was happy that the ex-wife confirmed, and I said this a couple weeks ago, that I, I didn't think that Ash was ever being um, deceitful on purpose. Like, I, I, I said this a few weeks ago. I felt like he just kind of, like we've been saying, glazes over things. He doesn't like to deal with the true reality of stuff. And I didn't think that it was for a deceptive reason. I thought it was just because he likes to live in at in Ashland. You know, he likes to live in his own his own world. So I was I was happy that she did kind of confirm that with Avery. Like he's not a liar. He just doesn't, you know, deal with harsh reality. Which know? is crazy because how can you be a level? <laughs> A surface level relationship comes. Some people are just not there, though. They just can't have it. They've never been there. So it's then pick a different career because (laughs) again, like you said, Ashley. Then we go back to the seminar. He acted a fool. Okay, I know it's not this episode, but that was a mess, a hot (laughs) mess, and I can't look past it. I truly cannot look past it. I can't. Yeah, Oprah. Okay. Um, all right, moving on to Jeffrey and Varia. Now, I'm really excited to see what you guys have to say about this couple because I could have sworn this is the one I think we thought would last who I don't remember, but, um, you know, she hesitated when he proposed and then she said no, she wasn't ready. Was anyone surprised by her answer? No. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. I thought she no. was. I thought she would be convinced to get like to get engaged, get engaged with him. I don't Linda? know her personality type. Seemed like she might go with it. No, I think her her relationship with her family is is too important to her, and mm-hmm. whatever else that was not translated off camera affected her. And mm-hmm. yeah, she had a good time, but she thought it was too quick, and she is right. And when she brought up his criminal background I think it was Ashley we talked about it a few weeks ago when we were talking in news and gossip about his, about him not being 100% up front mm-hmm. um and I think it was you Ashley who's like well didn't her friends like send her stuff online I think that they did because she brought it up this episode she was like you know and him just talking about his criminal background I was like oh she knows more than just this little yeah it was a three of us just the druggy drug thing it's more than just the druggy drug thing and I think that she found out and that's why she said no 
You know what it is? I was I was watching the episode and I'm thinking to myself, is is he rushing this proposal? Because now she knows about his background. He's like, let me lock this girl in right now. 1000%. Like before she has a chance to even think about this. And now that she's thinking about it and she hesitated, he knows that he doesn't have that same leverage. So so he's like, nope, nope, I'm good. Like the fact that he got so cold at the airport was interesting. Like he was so cold. He didn't embrace her at all. It was just like he shut down completely because he doesn't have that same leverage and he can't con her. And even on the way to the airport, when she said, oh, I'll take you to that bar next time, whatever. He's like, I'm not coming back. That's so messed up. Yo, he is really cold. His true colors came out. I'm sick of these men. He's conditional. This show. The middle of the show. Yeah, he's (laughs) conditional. He's conditional in the way that if he gets his own way, then he's happy. But, you know, he didn't get his way and and he's a little too smart for his scheming and he didn't like that. But yeah, I agree with you. The fact that he was able to shut off his quote unquote feelings in one day, you went from proposing to like cold shoulder. Yeah, I get your ego is hurt. Your feelings are hurt. But that just shows how immature you are and how, again, you're trying to manipulate a situation when you're you're supposed to be two grown adults. Bizarre. Yeah. And how and do I you think just... he thought when she ran into the airport that it was gonna I feel like no matter how cold he was acting, he was really hoping that she was gonna be like, I'm sorry, like let's but she was like, I can't believe that this is the end. <laughs> she didn't speak <laughs> up. Like, I can't, can't believe it's over. And I think he thought she was gonna say something else, like, I can't let you go. I love you, I don't want this to be over. But when she said that, that's her saying, you know, yeah, I'm sad, but yeah, this is over. She's confirming me. I can't believe it though. But how do you like that hurt him? But how are you with someone and you're gonna propose, like you said, you guys said, but it's like then the next day you're like, okay, I'm done. I never want to talk to you again. You're gone out of my life. Like, how is that completely? And then let's remember, she said she didn't say no. She just said not right now. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he couldn't be patient and work with her, like, okay, what do we need to do to make this work? Because right, not right now means you know it can happen in the future Mm -hmm. so the fact that he's not trying to make it work for the future and he wants it right now and she doesn't now she doesn't have the right to hesitate and that means that you're not her soul you know his her soulmate and come on jeffrey you you dropped a bomb on her you don't have a squeaky clean past you're not you're not you know and not just that i'm sorry but i gotta i gotta drop this bombshell you know he's still married right so uh-uh. it's, it's 2020, what? May, whatever day it is, May 11th. This fool is not even divorced yet on paper. So he can calm all the way down. Ooh. Oh, my God. Mic drop. Dude, psycho. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Why are well, these Americans? That's what saying. They're expecting so much from these people from other countries. And they're not. What are they giving? Nothing. Money. No emotional support. No, not, not even that much money when it comes down to it. Like, it's like, what are you bringing? A lot of now, lies and manipulation. David is bringing trust to the table, okay? <laughs> he trusts her to the end of the earth. He loves her. He's just, I don't care how many PIs I 
I get or who I don't care to be able to transit or whatever. I'm working out because she doesn't have eight other men that she's entertaining and she doesn't like he didn't believe a word that they were saying, which I mean he stuck to it and what happened? He met Lana, okay? He <laughs> met her and I promise you Lana was a ghost. This is I thought this was a catfish catfish situation. No, and I was really shook. Good for David because I really thought we had another season. No. This is encouraging stalking. Like this <laughs> whole scene is encouraging people to stalk. Like don't give like, up. Saw her. It wasn't. It wasn't no. a Ricky situation. Let's remember Ricky before where they don't even show up. I mean, this led to her showing up. I know he's weird. Uh, okay, so let's put the stalking to the side. Let's just say he was determined. Alex, <laughs> it was a mess, truly. But he's not Caesar. Or this he's not. Was, I think well, we can say this. This is a right. good lesson of stick to itiveness. David stuck to it, and he got it to your careers, yeah. not to like this. <laughs> it's like not okay. Yeah, this is your, you know, you, yeah. <laughs> stick, stick to your dreams. Don't let anyone deter you. From getting to where you want to be and that is the lesson within <laughs> his story okay linda what are your thoughts uh... <laughs> y'all sound crazy to me right yes, now so i'm gonna go ahead and say this so you can be determined and you can be a stalker and do all that good on you and it's not healthy and it's not um okay but the reason that and I'm going to drop another bombshell right now. So the reason that Lana showed up, it wasn't because of David's persistence. It was because, as he said, and I don't know if this is a spoiler, and I'm kind of getting into a little bit of news and gossip a little bit, but it, it's a segue. So the reason why Lana showed up is because she worked for this escort company, and um, that website, like David has said, and I don't know because I watched so much, I watched the whole tell all. So I don't know if he said it on the tell all or if he said it on this episode, but the website's owned by an American company that is in Florida. And they were getting backlash because the website was now considered a scam site. And if you think about it in the terms of money and a business, they're losing money because people are now not wanting to pay all the fees that they have to pay for the site to join and all the fees they have to pay to give gifts. So they actually made Lana show up to show that she was not a quote unquote scammer and that she was real. That's the only reason why she showed up is because she was made to by her quote unquote employers. So who, was, who, who are their quick question, Linda, who were they getting backlash from? From, from everyone online, from all the sleuths and the de detectives online. But this was filmed before it was, that that whole scene was filmed before it was aired, like before we saw it. So. But we, we saw the Lana this whole season, the quote unquote Lana not showing up this whole, this whole season. I think we're on episode 12 right now. So you have 12 weeks of a woman that hasn't shown up that a dude saying he paid $100,000 over seven years for. So it's not that this specific scene, it's this whole entire season that they're getting backlash for. So if you're seeing by halfway through the episode, halfway through the season that this woman 
is nowhere to be found and it's affecting your business, yeah, you're going to do something about it. Right. No, what you're saying makes sense. I'm just trying to make sense of the timeline. Like, so when did he actually go and, you know, film with her because, or when did he actually go meet with her and they filmed this whole scene? They filmed it. We just saw the episode right now, right? That was the latest episode we saw where we didn't even know he was going back and he automatically was back in the Ukraine. They don't give us, oh, he was home for, I think he said two to three weeks and she hadn't, he hadn't heard from her. And then all of a sudden the next day he's on a flight. We don't know the time frame of the editing, but we do know is that he went back for a fifth time and all of a sudden the fifth time she shows up. And what I'm saying to you is that all the information that I've been given and reading and people have sent me, it's because it was affecting the bottom line of the website. And that's why she showed up so that they can prove that she's not just some non-real person. And now, actually, before we move on to moving gossip, I really do have a question, y'all. Because I'm stuck on this. Can we really say he was stalking if each time she agreed to meet up with him? Alex. Well, he was stalking when he that? when he went to her house. Or okay, yeah, no, that was he out of still line. doesn't have that her was, number. I understand, <laughs> I understand that was completely out of line. But my question is. Most of the time that we saw him, he was sitting in a restaurant after she said, <laughs> I'll be there. He was sitting somewhere waiting for her after she agreed. Now, the rest of the stuff, we're going to the out of line, right? But I'm saying if we take away <laughs> one little part. So he was, so Alex, he, was only, he was only semi-stalking? He was a semi-stalker. <laughs> like he not the full fledged stalker. Yeah, he wasn't full fledged because she agreed some of that time. So he's 25, 35% stalking. I would say about 40 after you showed up. That was, you went, you really went to the address. Okay. Um, But is it stalking? uh, Bree says, is it stalking if she gave the address? Yeah, but she gave a fake address. Yes, it's stalking because he was not invited. She gave that address yeah, for a purpose. Facts. Facts. Don't show up to my house unannounced. That's right. Or uninvited. It's not my house. <laughs> I mean, I don't condone stalking. I just want, I just, I'm just very curious as to know, like, what exactly, let's define it. Let's define it. <laughs> Bree, you want to jump in right now? Bree, go ahead Bree. and jump in. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so no, I don't, I think like this is the whole situation. I just don't agree with you guys that he, I think he had every right to go track her down. If she's like, if he's giving her all this money, he he coming to meet up with her and she's not meeting up with him and he has an address she gave him that's supposed to be hers. And there have been a relationship for seven years. I think he has every single right in the world then to go to her house and be like, why didn't you show up? He used the information she gave him. Like, should he have, like, woken up five years, six years, seven years ago? Yes. Should he have gone in the first place? No, because everyone and their mother could tell that this woman does not want to be with you. But I don't think it's, I don't agree that it's stalking in this certain scenario. Yeah. Okay. So we're split, kind of down the middle. You on your team, you're, you're my team, team no stalker. No, team 45%. Stalker status. <laughs> All right, so Linda with the news and gossip. Oh, Stacey, do you, do you have any questions really quick? Stacey, do you have one question to ask? Oh my gosh, yeah. If, 
Is it okay to break off a relationship when someone proposes and you're not ready to say yes? Like, is it okay, like how Jeffrey did, to completely break off the relationship and say, because the other person wasn't ready? I think it's I okay to break it off. You think it's okay? Because you you had an expectation. Mm-hmm. That expectation wasn't met for whatever reason. You, you have the right to walk away, just like the person has the right to say no to your marriage proposal. I'm going to say that I, because I don't have a direct answer. I, well, I agree. Everyone can do what they want to do. You can walk away anytime you want to walk away. Otherwise, call the police. That's a problem. <laughs> but I will say that I just feel like you can work through it, especially if you do it in such a time, short time period and you don't really get to know the person and you're just, this is your first time meeting like theirs and you're proposing after a few weeks. I understand, like, if someone turns you down and say, all right, we'll work on it and we'll, you know, but, um, yeah, I don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, you can walk away is my answer. Linda? I think you can walk away at any time you're not married. So I think that we're all free human adults. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. And if you feel like it's best for your emotional and mental health and well-being then walk away it's okay okay that's that should have been the title of this episode walk away because everybody was walking away they say i want to hear your answer i think i i think you guys are right in the sense of like you know everyone has their own decision i think it was really messed up what he did to varia i think that at least if you can try to work it out, but there mm-hmm. also has to be a timeline on that because don't waste my time. That's the thing. So I, I don't know. Completely walking away, I think that's a jerk move. But Yeah, he was being bratty, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay, moving on to Linda for news and gossip. Uh, hey, hey guys, news and gossip. Oh my God, so... <laughs> I just want to say this for the record, that 90 Day keeps me busy. Um, This week specifically because, uh, and I'll get to it, but all the leaks, like the leaks, leaks, the leaks, the leaks is is incredible to me. So we're going to jump in first with uh, something that I saw on, I want to show her out just because she's amazing, Uh, 187Gossip. Stacey, is that right? 187 Anonymous. Anonymous. Thank you. Anonymous guy. Amazing. Uh, she sends me a bunch of stuff. Um, and so I want to shout her out. But she posted this video of Jeffrey. And I'm going to let it play uh, with no intro. And then we can talk about it. <laughs> Hello, handsome. <laughs> Don't you ever call me handsome. I'm beautiful. Where'd I get the makeup from? My ex left it. I think one of them, one of them I beat up or something. <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Police! Police! Help! Police! I, I mean, I have questions. Uh, the makeup, the lipstick, 
the drunk live, the coming off the hinges. There's so much going on with Jeffrey right now. And I am not surprised. And I think that it's probably going to get worse. And we're going to see him unravel online. Um, I also did want to talk a little bit about what I said earlier. So uh, we do know that Jeffrey um, is still married. Uh, we do know that he has a pending court case. And I'll talk about that uh, in just a little bit. But what did you guys think of that video? I think it's disgusting. I think it's sad. I think he's just laughing at the things he did. It, it, I don't know. It's 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 gross. I, I don't know. He's just his true colors are coming out. He's a mess, a yeah, complete disaster. And she dodged a bullet. Yeah, absolutely, one thousand uh, percent. I'm going to move on to my next story. Erica's dad. I think that again, we talked about Erica's dad on a previous episode, and I just think that her, her parents are just the epitome of being fun and and being supportive. So let's go ahead and play that video as well. How famous are you, Dad? Well, the Statue of Liberty's got fried rice. <laughs> How famous are you, Dad? Well, so Erica's dad saw that he was trending on Twitter, and so he is famous online, and he kind of made a joke about it. And I just thought it was so funny and so great, and it just shows how wonderful that relationship is. Um, and I just, I, I just want them. I think that that family is a really fun family. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they're, they're very accepting. I like them. Yeah. yeah. 1000%. Moving on. So, um, uh, we talked about this a lot last week in news and gossip and I, uh, again, Ed goes live every five seconds on Instagram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What I will say about Ed is that he definitely does think he is the Kim Kardashian of 90 Day. Um, and he has gone live with a bunch of people. So uh, the latest Tory Spelling, and we talked about how he's gone live with some underage girls that seem inappropriate. Um, so he got caught going live, and his new quote-unquote nickname instead of Big Ed is Big Ped. And the reason being is that people are feeling that he is a groomer and in ped terms, grooming young girls. And Stacy, I I don't see you, but there you are. So Stacy, you know when I talked about how he has all those costumes for his cameos that he does? Oh no, what are you going to say? I'm just saying like what grown man that's true. That you know that is 55 years old that has all these kid costumes. Right. Right? And is always dressing up. And, and okay, I'm just going to throw it out there because it all came together for me when I, when I got this post. So, oh, my God. Okay. Growing up, right, your parents said uh, stranger danger, right? And they told you never – and I, I'll speak for myself – Never take candy from a stranger. And also, too, like, the vans that, that drive by, you know, make sure that you stay far away from them. And then also, random dudes with their dogs. Oh, come and look at my puppy. Oh, right? Teddy? 
So baiting. he's baiting them. Yeah. I'm just saying you, I just, I'm just saying, look at everything in its entirety and come to your own conclusions. But all of those things, when these accusations are out there, they kind of make sense guys, unfortunately. So I, mean, I don't understand why production isn't getting involved. Like you have to stop. That does not look good. If you're going to keep David off the show, not David, excuse me, Jeffrey off the show. You need to lay the hammer down on him. This is sick. Yeah. So, yeah. So coming to uh, his live. So he went live um, and he went live with this Holly person and Holly did a bait and switch and started this whole porn thing while he was live. And he swore he knew nothing about it. He said he reported it to Instagram. Um, but I got to tell you when you're live, this, you can like end that live in a heartbeat and, and he didn't end it quick enough so that everyone had screenshots of it. So I'm on the fence with how long did you let this go before you didn't realize that it wasn't a good look on your part? Don't know. Like indie, I, yeah. And I think, I think he thinks he's untouchable. Just yeah. Everything like it gives that vibe like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to still do whatever I'm going to do, especially with all these accusations now, like to continue to be on live constantly and be out there and put yourself out there. Like, wow. Just you guys come to your conclusion. Definitely. You guys let us know in the live chat what you're thinking. Let us know in the comments, make sure you guys are liking and subscribing. Um, I'm moving on to Jeffrey again. So Jeffrey posted on his Instagram. So as you guys know, he still has pending, um court dates coming up and uh as i get to the tell-all which i will in a moment uh you know that he was not invited to the tell-all because of all the pending litigation against him and because of the extensive criminal background that he had and according to um things online Here's how we got on the show. So you know how people are like, how did, why did TLC not do a deep dive? And why did TLC cast him and he was able to get on the show? So when he applied for the show, he had a misdemeanor. And it wasn't until he flew uh, to Russia and started filming that his misdemeanors were up to felonies. Wow. Okay? And then... He had already filmed his full season. He came back and got hit with a bunch more charges. And I'm just talking about the current charges. I'm not talking about the charges from his history. That is why he was able to fly to Russia because it was only a misdemeanor in the beginning and now it's a felony. Felonies, multiple felonies. So he posted on his Instagram, today was supposed to be my hearing date for the June 2019 allegations. Unfortunately, is once again be, being delayed due to the pandemic. I have been very eager to go and reveal the truth surrounding the evidence in question. I have continually requested the earliest possible dates every time so that I expediently <laughs> clear my name. I've been forced to hide under a rock and told that the, quote, hate will just go, go away, unquote, if I ignored it. That is not me. And I can't take constant out accusations from people whilst I lie here in silence any longer. So he's saying a lot, but he's saying nothing at the same time. Um, what I do find interesting is that he's finally admitting that 
there are all these charges. So all the allegations that we've been talking about are actually real charges. And he was supposed to be in court this June. So this is going to drag out uh, for some time now. Mm. Wow. Um, I want to warn you guys about this next photo before it pops up. So, uh, and I'll do this all together. So guys, the tell-all leaked. So the tell-all that's happening in two weeks leaked. It's 10 hours. I stayed up and watched it all 10 hours before it got deleted. And it was a train wreck. Uh, I want to say that it was probably the best tell-all that I've ever seen from 90 Day. I think that them being at home and being comfortable and not being able to have any retakes or any of that stuff they just kind of let it all out and it was 10 hours of drama like pure drama and I applaud Sean Robinson I think that she has come under fire for not being the best host but she 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 rocked it she went in there and she dug for the questions and really uh stirred up some things and I'm curious to see how they edit it because so many people have seen the full 10 hours and, you know, usually they give us a couple hours, part one and two. Um, but I'll give you a few spoilers. If you don't want to know, definitely tune out at this moment because uh, <laughs> uh, some of the stuff. Probably just cover your ears for a second. <laughs> right. Cover your ears, mute, whatever. Uh, so Lisa was a hot mess. Uh, Lisa goes off on Big Ed and goes off on Sean Robinson, calls Sean Robinson an effing bitch, uh, disrespectful. And when that didn't go anywhere, the producer's name was Barbara. She yells into her uh, headset that she wants Barbara to cut Sean Robinson off. Um, then her and Big Ed get into it. And she literally calls him a pedophile and says that he's grooming uh, young girls. Uh, what else? So she had Lisa, I'm sticking on Lisa right now. She had a little bit of an accident, like she hurt her toe prior to filming and going to Nigeria. So she said that that's why she was having a hard time walking around. When she came back to America, uh, she went to the doctors and they couldn't fix her toe. So they amputated it. And... Uh, again, when it... so warning, this picture is graphic. It's gross. If you don't want to see it, cover your ears and your eyes. Alex, your eyes right now. <laughs> She's shook. She's so shook. <laughs> I'm just taking it all in. Okay. Welcome back. <laughs> okay. Um, again, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know because I am talking about the tell-on 10-hour leak. Uh, none of the couples are together this season. None of the couples made it at all. So by the tell-all, everyone is single and have moved on and have, have gone their own way. So I don't know if you guys are surprised by that. I thought maybe at least one couple would make it. And I know that we have talked about David and Lana and what happens with them. But at the tell-all, we find out that they're no longer together. Um, I think I'll leave it at that so that it'll wreck um, all of it. But it's 10 hours of pure, just pure gold. 
And if you guys want to know anything else, uh, definitely hit us up in the comments and I will answer any questions that you have and make sure you're liking and subscribing. We really appreciate the likes and that's what moves us forward. So make sure that you do that for us. We'd appreciate yes. it. Do we want to do and some ladies, shout outs? Tell yeah, them where they can, can find you. Okay, yeah. Shout out. Shout yeah. Out, yeah. Um, I wanted to shout out Selwonk because he added some tea to the story too, oh. Linda, about the tell-all. He said, don't forget Lisa. She. Paul. she. Say that again. She. she. Oh, she, excuse me. Said Lisa called Usman the N-word. So we don't want to forget that. I know you and I talked about that off camera. Mm -hmm. uh, Danny Bean is in the live chat. Geek Hi, Danny. <laughs> Kelly Fitzgerald, Brandy Alonzo. Um, there's 140 of you guys in here right now. Yeah. So we appreciate all of y'all. Venti still, Angelica. Y'all have it going tonight you, and we appreciate it. If you guys can all give us a like and if you aren't subscribed to the channel, like Linda said, please do subscribe debbie woods we see you ali b brandy alonzo we see all of you guys and we are so thankful for you damn Lisa, that tell yeah. all my god now, can you ladies <laughs> yeah. tell anyone where they can find you you guys can find me all over social media at stacy underscore olivas and at night fiance now send me news news <laughs> send me memes send me all of it i want to hear of it <laughs> You guys can find me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie. And guys, you know where you can find me. All across social media at Linda So Girly. I appreciate you guys. Um, you guys have been like hooking me up with a lot of leads. Keep doing that. I love it. I would not have gotten the tell-all leak had it not been for one of you sleuths. So uh, definitely keep them coming so I can bring you guys all the latest and the greatest. Yes, and you can follow me all over at Hey Alex Bowers. We'll Yay. see you here next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye everyone. Good night. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.